Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I have a hard time driving a racing car longer than about 30 minutes. Because <laughs> I'm an old man. Uh, I'm Jay, and uh, I I bought a pair of studs and cufflinks today. For your uh, tux? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Josh, and... I'm actually curious, I don't even know if I would try to drive a racing car, but I'm curious if you've watched the... No, you should not, Josh. <laughs> there's a movie, right, Trevor, with a kid that is a video game race car yeah, driver? Yeah, movie. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... I have watched it, yes. And? Uh, I mean, are you a race car fan? If so, you should watch it. Are you a Gran Turismo fan? If so, you should watch it. Everyone else okay. should you can probably you can leave it. And I would I would um if it comes on free on something, I would I would say go ahead and watch it with your wife since she likes true stories. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a Hollywood thing. I mean they they make some, you know, they, they change some pretty important things. But there's some, <laughs> there's some parts to it that are true. Um uh-huh. and they, they do a really good job of recreating some of the things in his career. Um there's some things they, they completely change in his career. Um, but there's some really cool stuff they put in there. They throw in there that is part of his actual what actually happened to him. So I I think it's interesting. It was kind of fun. It's not a it's not a award winning film or anything. Yeah. Okay. I I enjoyed it, but it, I it's I am the target audience, right? Sure. Like, sure. Okay. I after scrolling through many uh, emails. Yes. I found one from. March 9th of this year that confirmed my uh, pledge level for Return to Dark Tower. Oh, okay. Okay. Return to Dark Tower Covenant, the expansion. Well, no, I, Oh, I, well, okay. So I have 20 of the base game of Return to Dark Tower, Mm -hmm. 10 of the Alliances expansion, Mm -hmm. 10 of the Dark Horde miniature set, 10 of the Covenant expansion. Oh man, I need one of those. And evidently I got one neoprene board, one advantage tracking tokens, one coffers, one coffers two, and one skull pack. I believe those were all intended for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Jeez, this thing has skulls in it that can't be removed from buildings. That's savage. Oh, the black skulls in the Covenant thing? Yeah. Um, so I should probably explain my racing car comment because I'm not in a real car. Um, so I've been playing Forza um, on my racing wheel in my basement. 
um, my Logitech G, <laughs> whatever. It has force you, feedback, you've, so you've been an old man. <laughs> yeah, it fights you like a real car, right? So I'm like fighting this, you know, this wheel, I guess, this force feedback wheel. Um, and it just, it's like you're a weakling. You sit at a keyboard all day long, and it, you know, it just basically <laughs> it's, scream, it's screaming at me while I'm playing. You suck, you know. <laughs> I do pretty good for the first, you know, and I could, you can turn the force feedback down. But why would I? That that takes out some of the sim part of it. But I definitely, <laughs> I definitely, you know, after running a couple of races, about thirty minutes in, I'm like, okay, my shoulders hurt. I'm tired of fighting this thing. I'll have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> um, Jay, is the when is the Ark Nova expansion out? <gasps> There's an Ark Nova expansion. We've yeah, talked. We've talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who was I? Which I feel like we should start a new arc. You were uh, on the podcast. Game on BG Arena, for the record. You, uh, yeah, I mean, we can do that. Um, I started I would, a game I, of of Ark Nova, and you guys never accepted, so I kind of just gave up. Oh, man. oh, I thought you started a game of Caverna, which I evidently have I to. I did that. Did that too. Watch some videos on or something because I still have no freaking idea well, what's going on in that either. game. We didn't either. <laughs> I'm prepared for you to send the Ark Nova invite again, Trevor. Let's. I just want to go on the record. But right. yeah, there is there is a marine expansion to to Ark Nova in oh, the real when world. When is it coming out? Well, I guess that was my question to my good friend Jay Larson here. Um, 2023. <laughs> so it's it's not out yet, though. No, it's not out. I would have told okay. you already. Okay. I can't believe you think that I would just leave you hanging like that. No, no. I... <laughs> I know that in real life you would never do such a thing. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like I need I, I need this. This is going to be great radio, but I'm I'm looking at getting a another set of cufflinks, and I need an opinion from uh, from one of the least a, fashionable p- people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, really, I'm I'm just. Asking you to enable my bad decisions. So. Oh, okay, oh. okay. I, I am all about that, baby. So it's in the off topic. Also, I am feeling. I accidentally opened the meme on the Discord, and that. Oh my is gosh! So yes, true, you should Jay. buy those. No one warns you that one day as an adult you're going to get tired, and then you're never going to not be tired again after that. Freaking. Oh, geez. I'm surprised this is even a question, Jay. Yeah, well, hey, yeah why is this a question? <laughs> buy me a set too. I'll pay you back for them. I have no use for cufflinks, and I want to buy those. Yeah, it would I mean, be. Even, if, I actually, if you want me man, to, one drop, maybe I, I should get. I could, wear the, I could wear those on the floor of the house. That would be so amazing. <laughs> I mean, um, not, so not, not that I have stop, a shirt that uses cufflinks. We should That's, stop talking about them and actually describe them for those who are listening to. Yeah, our I mean, they look like they they look like uh, pewter D twenties. Yeah, those are very nicely done, sir. So do you do you actually want me to order you a, a set, Josh? Honestly, no, because okay. I just don't know. I don't know when I would actually use. And that's fair. Um, so we're recording this like 24 hours since our last one, <laughs> when I was struggling to say uh, what you should buy from Discount Games Inc. Other than everything. Uh, so yeah, I don't. You should know. still buy everything. You should still buy everything. FYI, buy everything. I mean. He does have two new games coming into stock, Sky Team and um, what was the other one, Jay? Ancient Something Knowledge. Like, ancient Knowledge, yeah. They're which, both on the they're both on the hot 
frankly, I you probably what, what should buy those What was the one about too. the poly or the uh, animals? What was the one you just picked up? Ark Nova? No. No, 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 no. The well, the one the the uh, anthropomorphic animals or whatever. Oh, um, fit to print. Oh yeah, I fit forgot that's coming too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I have that that's set aside for you as is. So the funny story. Nate thought that the uh, special order I did for you, the nesting box for wingspan. He thought it was like a big box version that had basically everything in the box instead of just like. An empty Instead box of literally just things. being the storage container, was he sorely yes. disappointed? Yes. Uh, I can tell him I'm sorry that I like that. Yeah. But it won't be the last time. No, no. So we're going to continue talking about uh, games of Icon. So let's do so. Okay. Let's. Where Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the game we played last. Do you mean ensemble specifically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know the name of it. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Ensemble. I am going to. How am I going to describe it? I'm going to call it underrated game. uh, The underrated party game of 2023. How's that? Is it a party game? It feels like a party game a little bit to me. Is it a party game? I would say. As a quick side note detraction, yesterday I or today, you know, time whatever, uh, I taught all the staff at gameopolis um not alone oh cool okay had had, had you said you played that josh you have not trevor question mark i i that name does not sound familiar to me at all no so i would rate it as one of my favorite party games i am super excited to hear that it is it is hide and seek in space trevor like yeah with with the scary alien basically Basically, you've, you've so crashed. What's it called again? Not, Not alone. alone. So you, the theme of the game is you've crash landed on an alien planet, and you have each there's there's one player who is the alien hunting the the people who've crashed on the planet, and the people who are hunted. There is a set of locations on the board numbered like one through five, and each of the locations have a different special ability if you go there. And in your hand, you have a set of cards that are numbered for the locations. Everyone secretly puts down what location they're going to go to. And then the alien puts their token on the place where they think people are going. And if the alien catches someone, then they like lose some willpower. And it's, it's basically the aliens trying to catch them enough times that they, they lose and the, the, they're trying to avoid it. And when you, when you play a card, it st- stays out of your hand, unless you go to one of the locations that brings it back in. So, so it's interesting because um, when I looked this up and saw the cover to it, I realized that at icon, um, one of my friends, Brian Shigera, he showed me this game and said, I just bought this off of the trade table and we played it and it was amazing. Oh, okay. So you have um, but I, it. no, I Brian played it. it no, but no, no. You didn't he told he yeah, told yeah, yeah. me he had played it. And it was oh, amazing. okay. I okay. didn't play it. I've not played it yet. I, but he was like, he's like, we saw this sitting on the trade table, and I just you know, it was cheap, and I grabbed it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of shocked we've never played it because yeah, it's a I've never seen it before. It's no. a great. It does up to seven, right, Jay? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Whole reason the whole reason I brought it up was because it is. Um, you, you had mentioned party games, and I wanted to make a, a quick recommend on uh, one of the best 
party games that I had. That one probably that one seems like less of a party game than the one that we're going to talk about. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you. I think that you it definitely would have wider appeal. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate call. I hate that term. Party games. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if the shoe fits, right? Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it's fine that you feel that way. I just, I guess it's, it's a derogatory term for me. And I, yeah, hate it kind I of enjoy is. a game and someone says, well, that's a party game. And then I feel like I, you know, somehow like, misjudged. Mumble, grumble. You're like, I, I have to defend it, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's because. Trevor, why did, why did you start a bad version of Ark Nova? I did. Uh, we can cancel it. I apologize. How did I start a bad version? <laughs> Kill it. I don't know how you did it, but we're on the beginner maps. Oh, crap. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll just, uh, how do we cancel this? This is the best <laughs> yeah. idea. Anyways, All right. So, well, Trevor's doing take care of that. Yes, Ensemble. So, <laughs> this is a game. Sometimes Jay just sends me emails like a good drug dealer will. It's true, yeah. And he's like, are you interested in this? I have no idea why I said yes. Ensemble, though, is basically... Um, Oh frick! Uh, Dixit had a baby with the mind. Okay, that's what this game is. You're using terms that I don't understand. I know. So I'm gonna explain those two games really quickly before I explain Ensemble. So the mind. Sorry, I need to interrupt you before you do that. You guys have to manually go in and quit the game each. Okay, right. continue. I will do that. Um, so the mind is a deck of cards from one to fifty-five, maybe. Jay, do you know? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. And everybody gets dealt these cards. And the whole point of the mind is you cannot talk to each other. You cannot communicate in any way. You just have to play the cards in order from lowest to highest, right? So the whole idea is you're supposed to get in each other's minds. And, you know, if I play the two and and the next highest card that somebody has is the five, you know, they got to play the five. And hopefully they'll do that before somebody else plays the ten. So whatever. That's the mind, right? Dixit is super whimsical art, and you are um, placing it down. Everybody's submitting a, a whimsical art card and saying a, uh, the the judge says a word, <clears throat> and then turns them over, and people have to try to guess, you know, which which card was the one that the that the judge was referring to, um, and you get points if other people. Anyway, so Ensemble's got all this whimsical art, and it's really kind of about a group trying to get their heads together because to start to start you have two cards that are above a timeline board and one card that's below the card below is called the challenge card and you as a group without any communication simultaneously vote which of the cards above the line which one of the cards above the line is best associated with the bottom card right or best matches or whatever right so, gosh, I wish I could think of one, you know, like one at one point in time, we had um, a picture on the top that was like two champagne glasses and uh, next to that was a martini glass. And then down below was like a, a, a leg of turkey. Right. I don't know why they were all food. And so we as a group, you know, I mean, they were all they're all food items sort of. And so maybe we could all get on the same one together. Anyway, if everybody votes together, you level up, you add more, you add an additional card above the line. So there's more vote things to vote on. And if you have lost a life, you'll gain it back. And so you lose a life by what happens more frequently, which is that people fail to vote together. 
and um and when that happens you lose a life and depending on the number of players so we were playing five players trevor right um the five and then six yeah we we played five the first time yeah and so with five players you have um five hearts and if you're playing the beginner version of the game you have a, a little bonus heart and it's interesting because like as you lose hearts it gets to a point where it makes it easier for you to win or easier to level up because it will say hey if one person gets the vote wrong you can still level up you know um but unless everybody gets all together in sync and ensemble, then you don't get to regain your hearts or whatever, right? So it, pretty the game interesting. Was a lot harder than I expected it to be. Yeah, it's it's because because after you vote and you reveal everybody's votes, everybody gets a chance to say why they voted the way they did, right? And so that's your chance, really, in my opinion, to try to like get in sync, right? Because you're like, then the next time you're voting, you're like, okay. Okay, Jay said that you know he voted for that because they both had circles in them. So <laughs> you know, and so then it becomes that uh, scene in Princess Bride, you know. But if you were, yeah. are you the type of man to put the poison in front of yourself? Yes. So, um, and then the other thing that's kind of clever, and I haven't. So I've played it twice now with Trevor and his family. I played it twice with my family, and it has a what do you want to call that? A campaign element, a, a legacy element. Like as you I would call it a campaign element, not a campaign. Element. Element. That's, that's the way to say it. Yeah. As you beat the game for the first time, it has a envelope of cards and it says, open these up and it adds a new rule, which basically makes it harder to win. Frankly, um, it adds this random bomb that might go off every time you fail basically. And so then it's like, if you beat the game with the bomb, you know, there's another, pack of cards waiting to change the rules for you and i um in case i mentioned i haven't gotten that far yet i've not found a group with which i can be on an ensemble with consistently enough so this thing will do up to 10 players so that's pretty cool and i mean you know that's one of the main reasons you call it can i ask you a question yeah i'm ready that's my question is is 10 players like automatically a party game regardless of I guess not, because I, I will be honest. Eastern I feel like Empires is not a party game, and it plays eighteen. That, yeah, okay, that's true. I do feel like you don't have a party game unless you're above six players, though. Oh, okay. Right? You see what I mean? Uh, by? I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. It's certainly yeah. A, I mean, like Avalon, certainly a stance one could take. I think is like I think might cap out at six. What might cap out at six? Avalon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I think so. Oh yeah, that's and that's the same company that makes like uh, coup and coup, stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay, good point. Uh, let me. I I have the technology right here. I mean, side real combo. Okay, I was wrong. Five, game, and it's definitely not a party game. Five right. to ten players for Avalon, so I was just completely wrong. You you were just pulling those stats right out of your hind ends. True. Um. Yeah, I just feel like a party game's got to be you know six or more people and. And then there's just a weight, right? I mean, I think that's the other thing you look at when you're determining if something's right. a party. Right, low weight, high players. Yes. I think that's a fair, rough description. Uh, Yeah, so I guess any other comments on Ensemble, Trevor? And again, the art is super cool. Uh, I thought it was clever. I thought it was fun. Um, I think, it, you know, it, it's like a lot of party games. Your, your mileage may vary depending on your group. Sure. 
Um, but I, I enjoyed it. It was fun and it was easy to, to teach. I think it's a good game to, um, and you don't have to have a high number of players. And so it's a good game to kind of throw in your, your backpack or whatever, when you're going to the family union, just in case your family's different than mine and they actually decide to play games. They'll actually try (laughs) games, right? Yes. That's adorable. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure someone out there has a family that'll try new games. Um, well, I will maybe talk about the next game then, which is in a similar vein as like, hey, you could convince you know people who are normally aren't as interested in board games to play this one, and it does up to six players. And I can't remember if you got to play it or not, Trevor. So uh, the game I'm talking about now is Ship Shape. Oh yeah, I played it. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, I won it. Well, that's probably why I, that's probably why I didn't remember. I tried to watch. <laughs> I enjoyed this. It was fun. It was yeah. Crazy. It's 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 super clever. Um. So the the premise of Ship Shape is you are um all pirates and you're out trying to get the most gold and the most cannons and just the right amount of contraband because you don't want to get so much contraband that the Royal Navy catches you and seizes it. Um. But, you know, you want to get enough to actually make some money off of it. So um, the mechanic of the game is a it's an auction game, right, Trevor? An auction game. Uh, Yeah, I guess it is. So everybody has <laughs> a hidden auction game. Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah. Everybody has a hand of cards numbered one through ten and you you bid and, you know, the the winning bidder gets to get the top item and then second place gets the second item third place gets the third item right on down to how many you've got up to six players so um what you're bidding on is stacks of geez i can't even think what you would call them trevor what are tiles they? they're big tiles okay with yeah holes in, tiles with holes in them and you align them with your board which is the hole of your hold of your ship yeah and so you're and filling they, the hold with cargo um that are these tiles right and they can cover each other up is the is the mechanic that you need to understand. So if you buy a tile that has a similar shape to something you've already bought, it may cover up part of your hold. Right. And so you'll have there are three voyages in the game. In each voyage, you will have three different bids on tiles and then you will score and you'll get gold equal to the number of visible gold in your hold uh, minus any rats that are visible. And then you will score cannons you'll get points for cannons equal to your cannon score minus the lowest uh cannon score at the table and then uh, and then contraband you basically get points for every contraband you have unless you have the highest contraband number and then in the immortal words of willy wonka you get nothing (laughs) (laughs) um and and then there's one other way to get eight bonus points in a round and that is um getting a full hold which is harder to do than you think but basically if if you look down on the top of your hold and there are no empty spaces then you get eight bonus points so uh, the other thing you didn't mention yeah is, rinse repeat what did i yeah, what did i forget uh if you tie on your bid oh those, that's right they get kicked out of the uh, selection and they get dropped to the bottom and then they have to rebid together or if it's multiples three you know every one of those people rebid um and so you you can end up being uh you know wanting to bid for the top tile and somebody else also does so you both play tens or whatever and you both get shoved to the bottom don't get the tile at all you want and instead 
you know, you're left holding whatever you get stuck with. <laughs> yes. It's interesting because, you know, you, you say it like it's a bidding game, but the truth is, is you're trying to place your bid in a location that gets you the tile you want. So you're not always trying to outbid someone else. Sometimes you're trying to guess what they're going to bid and you want to bid less than they do. Yeah, and I probably didn't explain that well. Like the, the, the tiles that you're bidding on, they're stacked up. And the rule is that you can look down them. You can't ever touch them or anything, you know, before you're bidding on them. But you can look down them so you kind of can have this idea of, well, I think three tiles down, I think I see, you know, just the right amount of contraband kind of thing, right? Yeah, and the unfortunate thing is if you're if you're like, well, I don't like any of the top three, I want to be the fourth one down, you don't see anything on it, and it may be something good, and it may not be. Um, so, yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was clever, a good one to have got to bring out, um, and I, I, I probably... I think I probably played it three or four times in the course of the con, you know, several times teaching it to different people, et cetera. It's a quick teach and it's fun. It's clever. How much did it cost you? Um, I think it was in the 35 to $40 range, if I remember right. That feels kind of expensive to me, but I realize why the tiles are, you know, why it's it. Yeah. They're, they're chonky. Yeah. Chunky. Sure. Or sorry. What was the other chart? Uh, Jay Olad, he's coming They're They're that level. No, no, yes. I would not call them that level, but they're definitely <laughs> big. There's a lot to the, the game, to the board. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do you got next, Trevor? Um, I don't know that I have anything else. I'm trying to think what else I played. Um, let's see. What did I play? We played Quacks of Quedlinburg, but we played with all the expansions. So I, oh, I bought I don't my... know if I've played with the expansions. Interesting. You probably haven't. So around Christmas time last year, Amazon was selling the Quacks of Quedlinburg uh, mega box for the mega box. <laughs> for the same price or was it, it might have even been less than the base game. And I'm like, I can't really pass that up because my wife loves quacks. And I'm okay. Like, so I bought it for her for Christmas off Amazon. Sorry, friendly local gaming store. Um, <laughs> but they were offering a deal that I was like, that's stupid good. Right. Um, it was, I think it was 35 bucks for the whole mega box, which I'm like, that shouldn't be right. Whatever. So we bought it, but it has all the expansions in it and it all fits in one big box that doesn't fit inside any of my other containers. So that's the downside. Um, but yeah, we, we played it with uh, a bunch of the expansions, and um, I will say that I felt like the rules to the expansions were not as well written as the rules to the original. And so we were left a little confused as to what we were doing. Mm, there was more head-scratching with the expansion than you would have liked, huh? A little bit more, yeah. I think it did add some interesting flavor, um, and uh, I am interested in playing it a little bit more and i found uh some um cups on thingverse for it that hold the like the ingredient card up and then the ingredients go in the little cup Ooh, yes fancy that's amazing so i'm gonna have to 3d print those (laughs) well i will segue to one other game that no you didn't play this but you have one other game you played that i'll i'll give you a chance to try to remember it um but just remember that it rhymes, the title rhymes. But uh, since you're talking about 3D printing, I will mention that I, I did play um, a game of Betrayal at House on the Hill because my 10-year-old has want, been wanting to get a 3D printer. I've been too cheap to get a 3D printer, but our local library has them. 
So I took him to the local library to experience 3D printing at the local library. And we had printed um, tile holders and also a, I guess, token holder is probably the right term to use for Betrayal House on the Hill, which was the whole reason that we were playing it because we were just like, well, we got to experience it now that we've printed these. You know? <laughs> the, you, your son also convinced my son to play two games of it later. And so now I'm pretty sure that's on his Christmas list. That betrayal is? Yes. Oh, that's not a bad thing. That's good. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay, so do you remember the one other game that you did play, Trevor? And you actually caught uh, it. I did. Oh, Nuns on the Run. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've played Nuns on the Run. Um, it's a hidden movement <laughs> game. And I've played every, it million, every icon? I've played it a million times. Um, in fact, uh, I at an icon... Um, a few years back, um, somebody spilled a drink on mine, and several of the cards got destroyed. Oh, um, I didn't realize that. That sucks. Yeah, and so um, you know, I've. It's hard once you destroy a few pieces of a game. Like getting replacements can be nigh impossible. And so, um, it all. Any time I pull it out now, I you know I just get big frowny face as soon as I take the top of the box off. Um, however, if you like hidden movement games. Nuns on the Run is not the most serious of the group, but it is one of the more fun ones of the group. It, it is the party game of, <laughs> of, <laughs> of, of hidden movement games. It probably um, is the simplest of the hidden movement games. I'd never thought of that before, but that probably is true. I don't know if it's the simplest. I mean, other than actual basic hide-and-go-seek. Yeah, it's definitely the funnest. Like, you have the most fun playing it, because the crazy crazy things happen, right? Um, one of the things that it flips on the head of most hidden movement games um, is that rather than one person being hidden and everyone trying to find that person, it's the opposite. There's one person who plays the um, abbess and the prioress, and those two are looking for the nuns. And then there are, um, what is it, seven nuns that are up to seven nuns. It will play nine people or eight people. Six It'll nuns. play eight, so there's six, six nuns. Six nuns, and then you can split the abbess and priorists between two other people. Which I um, think so, you should do, for the record. It would be bonkers hard to play that all by yourself. Um, so you have six nuns. The nuns are slipping out of their rooms at night to go find their secret wish, which may be um, you know, a bottle of laudlum or uh, a letter from their lover or a chocolate cake or whatever it happens to be. They leave their room. They have to go find the key to get in the locked room that contains their secret wish. Then they have to go get their secret wish, and then they have to get back to their room. And if they do that before any of the other nuns do, they win. If one of the other nuns beats them, then they lose. If the abbess or prioress catch the a number of nuns equal to the players playing, so if there's three nuns playing and the abbess and prioress catch three people, uh, the abbess and prioress win. That's the very high overview. There's a lot more rules to it, but you have this abbey that has um, a bunch of really cool rooms in it and um, neat movement options for all of the nuns. It's just a lot of fun. Um, it is, like I said, it's not the best hidden movement game by any means. Um, you know, Letters from Whitechapel is probably still one of the best ones, and I really enjoy um, Sniper Elite. Those two are probably... Which I am regretting that I didn't tell you to bring that one. I should have. I think you'd yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, like it's, should, it's a great. We should try to play that at BGGCon, I think. Yeah, it's a it's a great hidden movement game. Um, I it probably still isn't as good as Letters from Whitechapel. Um, so 
but it's it's pretty good. It's really it's well balanced, I think, and it does a really good job of. I'm trying to remember of the hidden movement games. Have you ever played Spectre Ops? No, I don't think so. Okay, that doesn't sound familiar. It's like sci-fi secret agent is kind of the theming, but it, it always has gotten pretty good. Oh, I press, would love to you love know. to play it. I would love to. I love hidden movement games. I think they're fun. But I've also heard people say that like, um, uh, what's the one you just said? Sniper Elite. I've uh-huh. heard people say that Sniper Elite basically fired um, Spectre Ops for them. Huh. I mean, I would have to play the other one to have a good idea, but yeah, Sniper Sniper Elite um, does a better job of making it really hard on the the quote unquote Jack. The the hidden person has a much harder time in that game um, than in a lot of the other games. It feels like. Uh-huh. The, in a lot of the games I've played, the hidden movement player, if they know the game well enough and know the places to hide, they can um, they can do very well. You know, Letters from Whitechapel suffers from, from that a little bit. Um, Nuns on the Run certainly suffers from that. Um, and and I think Sniper Elite is far more difficult for the sniper than any of those others. So uh, another one that's quite difficult for the um, hidden person is um, Last Friday. I, I don't know... If, Trying to remember. We played it once. I was like too sleepy to actually be a contributor. (laughs) I've played it multiple times, and I think it holds on to its theme a little too hard. Like they. Okay. Okay. It it, it sacrifices fun to try to make sure you feel like you're in um, a a slasher film, and it doesn't quite translate that either. So rather than making the game more balanced or sound, it sort of embraces the theme a little bit more than maybe it should. And that's last Friday we're talking about, right? Yeah, last Friday. I was trying to remember. Um, now I'm slipping on theme, not um, game type. Like, have you looked at the Final Girl games at all? Uh, I don't I don't recognize that name, no. So they, I anyway, they're a horror theme, and like you, it's like the different different horror settings and you are the the final girl in all in the different settings or whatever uh-huh. like anyway it's not a, i don't think it's a hidden movement i just remember the gimmick is that like all the scenarios come in like vhs um sized <laughs> boxes <laughs> or whatever so anyway see the issue is i don't really like the theme of horror it, last friday was like it's a hidden movement game and that's all that you had to say oh right? i didn't realize that that's what you were interested in last friday then was the was the hidden movement then oh yeah absolutely okay, okay. i thought i thought the theme was cute i thought it was a good idea um but you know i bought it because it was a hidden movement game not because of the theme oh i didn't realize this final girl is a solitaire g- game huh that's wild okay well I, i've learned something today <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, that, uh, that's really, we've reported on all the games we played at Icon, I think. Um, what were the games you sh- wanted to play that you didn't get to play? Uh, I mean, honestly, Anachrony with okay. the expansions. With a bunch of, ex- you have, you've bought basically all the expansions. I bought, I was like, hey, drug dealer, Mr. Larson, <laughs> how many of the things can you get for this game? And he got them all for me. How, so, how many yeah. is all? Uh, geez, I don't, I, well, I'm going to look it up because I, I will tell you wrong, but I really, right. Yeah. I really, well, I think there's four expansions. I think the other box that you were looking at is the like miniatures or something. The minis. Yeah. So one, two, it's just like, it is not a game that need minis or Josh. Oh my gosh. I could have bought the infinity box, which would have been the base game and all expansions. The one asked, Oh yeah. You didn't need the minis. I, nobody's arguing that, but (laughs) what, you know, 
when you get to a certain level of disposable income and you know not enough common sense, this is the kind of stuff you buy, dude. So yeah, I think there's four expansions: uh, Future Imperfect Classic Expansion Pack, Doomsday Enhancement Pack, and the Fractures of Time expansion. Uh, and I wanted to play Side Real Confluence, and we did not get that done. Oh, I played one other game. Um, I played Globetrotters. Gold oh, you did get to play it? Yeah. Yeah. I, so the funny thing is, is I played it with you before I ever played it with my family. Oh, so we is... arrived at at, at um, Icon, and, and they're like, you know, when are we going to get to play Globetrotting? And so anyway, we sat down and played Globetrotting. And Globetrotting is made by the same people who made Canvas. So if you played that, where you assemble the different um, things to create a, a picture... And then you, um, and it's very tactile, very fun to play uh, if you are playing it on. And, and the truth is, is it is the one game I've played where I never care if I win. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you got is... to move the globe and pa- plan a fun little vacation. No, I was talking about Canvas. Oh, you're talking about Canvas. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, I don't care if I win this. I'm, I'm making cool pictures, you know, like I'm making this really cool painting. Um, and the truth is, 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 um, Globetrotting has this has some of those similar things. It is a very tactile game. You the 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 game is about planning your um, you're a globetrotter. You enjoy visiting places all over the world, and you're planning your spring, summer, and fall trips for the year. And um, you have a globe in front of you and a dry erase marker, and you draw lines on your globe going from you know your current the location you're going to be at during summer spring or fall to the the next location you will go and you're going to try to you're trying to have the most interesting trip is basically the goal of the game and it's determined by uh, random uh you draw basically achievements that you're looking to complete and they're worth points there's a secondary kind of achievement of if you have the lowest airfare at the end of the game you get bonus points um there's global achievements and personal achievements that you try to do and then there's um i can't remember what the rule calls it but we call them travel besties <laughs> it's when you and the person sitting next to you go to the same location during the same round but it's a it's a very fun game to look at it has great table presence um it's a fun game uh from the aspect of its tactile you get to draw on this globe and how much of a pain is it to set up because i've been spoiled and you know You've always been the one to set it up when I've played it. Mm. Those globes always make me like slightly nervous. So the bigger pain is when you the original setup of those globes. Once they're once they're assembled, it's just two halves that you click together. Okay. It, it, it's a much bigger problem when you very first take them out of the box and you've got to put the halves of the maps into the the, the plastic globes and you oh, I see. put the sure. little clips in to get them to stay and, and yeah, it's kind of fiddly at first. It's not. It's not so bad once you've got it to that point. It is a little bit, there's a little bit of a setup, but compared to a lot of the games we play, it's nothing. Yeah, sure. Okay. You know, it's it's not like, I mean, name any of the games that we play that take 20, 30 minutes to, you know, shuffle stacks of cards and put out tokens and set up the, the you know, the, the, the event deck and build the board. It's nothing like that. It's really just clicking four tiles to, or four globes together and building um, the, I can't think what it's called. Build the thing that the globe sits in, and then shuffling out some cards. It's sure. It, you know, I can set it up in you know, ten minutes. So it, it is a little fiddly. If that turns you off, then it's not for you. But if you you like the idea of drawing on a globe and planning your trip, it's fun to see you know all the things on the tables 
everyone got their globes. Yeah, it might be for you. If you enjoyed Canvas, you'll definitely enjoy Globe Trotting, I think. Yeah, I think that is true. If you enjoyed the one, you, you'll certainly enjoy the other. Speaking of which, I have a Canvas expansion coming soon. Yeah, I was literally just going to ask you that when you brought up Canvas. I thought I remembered you saying there was one coming. So, uh, you know, maybe that needs to arrive at Board Game Geek Con, just for the record. I don't think it's going to be here by then. Oh, sad. Yeah. So we, we've got a few minutes left. I am curious what's what's the quick preview of games you are most excited for at Board Game Geek Con. Oh, man dangerous jay the list i don't have this list ranked by most excited you know but uh that's because your excitement knows no bounds that is true i'm probably gonna make um trevor play bios megafauna with me again is it have he has he fixed the rules i don't know if he's fixed the rules but i've played it multiple times oh you have yeah, I know how to play it now. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, well, as long as I don't have to read those rules, I'm probably good to play it. That's why I figured I was safe to propose that. Um, yeah. So, um, let's see here. Gosh, what else? It's funny because I'm looking at my list, and a lot of my list is stuff I've played that I like. I want to get Edge of Darkness back out. Um, <laughs> I'm Edge curious. Darkness. What is, which one is that one? We played it. It's the um, it uses the the card building system like in Mystic Veil. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And it's I, um, I agree that one that one. Looks you're like a, I, you're like guild members trying to defend a kingdom from you know fantasy monsters or whatever. Yeah, that I would like to play that one again. It feels like we didn't really get a chance to really explore it. Uh, one that's on my list. I think we talked. Maybe we talked about it yesterday. Like. There is a new 4X called Voidfall. Yeah, we did talk about it, yes, uh, on the previous episode. Yes, that I'm deeply interested in that for sure. I don't know if it's going to be out in time. Um, there's um, one called, sorry, I can't remember the name. i got to look it up. Great radio. <laughs> oh, while you're looking it up, I will tell you, there's one that I'm really interested in called Apiary. The theme is that you are hyper-intelligent bees uh, going into outer space to build, explore, and grow. So in my mind, it's star-filled, but you're a bee instead of a person. I don't even know if that's remotely true. I don't know either. Uh, Skyrise. Skyrise. I might have that one by um, by Board Game Geek Con. Visionary Architects build a glorious well, new... Oh, I remember you talking about this. This thing is like This thing is like Table Presence of the Year award, dude. Yeah. Um. And actually, now that I think about it, I'm trying to think back to their latest update. I, it actually probably won't make it by Board Game Con, which is, it's only like a few weeks away, right? Uh. Yes. We are. We are within the three week, maybe three and a half week window, I guess. Oh yeah. It's not gonna happen. That's not gonna <laughs> arrive in time. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> um. Yes. Any others, Trevor, that are you're, you're high on your excite list? Uh. I. I need you to give me like a list of these are the games you should be excited for. I will look through them and pick one because I, I have no clue what I should be excited for. I mean, there might be an obsession expansion by the time we get to BGG and we could play oh actual gosh, obsession are, in real you, life. You are singing my song. So it's the characters expansion. It adds, um, gosh, dang it. A constable bucket. A Mr. Higby who can find domestic help in a pinch, the wise Reverend Grantley, and an eccentric 
Dowager Marchioness. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm I am actually very excited at the prospect of that. I would I, even if it didn't have an expansion, I'm excited for the prospect of playing that game. And I've never we've never played it except for onboard game arena. So you have to remind me: Have you played Heat yet? Have we played that onboard game arena? I have not played. Uh, no, I don't think I've ever played it. Hmm. Well, it. Um, I think you would enjoy it. Like the the reason I'm kind of thinking about it and wondering if we will get a chance to play it at um, BGG is because I've played the basic. We should play it on board game arena so you see what you think of the basic. But my understanding is there's like rules to like have upgraded cars or cars with different abilities and such. And so okay. I. I'm keen to try that out. I'm basically looking at the BGG hotness list here, just so you know, Trevor. That's uh, that's how you're determining. Yeah. The other one I would actually put high on the list is Dune Imperium with expansions. I have all of the expansions that are out to date, and I haven't played it yet with any of those, but I would really like to. And there's a new one coming, uh, Dune Imperium Uprising, which I think adds... What the heck does it add? Oh, it's a spin-off. It adds a six-player mode. Jeez. Anyway, I would say those are the ones you should uh, cons- consider heavily. Heat, Voidfall, Obsession, and... Uh, Voidfall, and obs- Voidfall and Obsession are tops on my list. Yeah. Which is and strange. Heat, heat should be, and it's... Well, here's the thing. Heat is pretty simplistic. Okay. So it's pretty clean, and I th- I feel like you have probably played more robust racing games the truth is i have a racing game written here on my um list that i think you've played i can't did you remember playing magical athlete magical athlete i do not remember that so there's a new version of it coming and it's like it's all you know like gorgons and centaurs and um it's the cheesiest it's like you roll d6s and that's how many spaces they move but they all have different wacky powers and so so you Magical just, Athlete um, does look familiar when I look at it. Yes, I'm pretty sure I have played it. I just don't remember much about it. All right, and then I will make one final mention of one that is on my list, Jay, for BGG, mm-hmm. but not because of anything other than theme. Like, I don't even know. I don't think it's a co-op. I think, anyway, it's called Rats of Wistar, and it basically is Secret of Nim, the board game. Like, you are rats who've escaped from a evil lab and you are basically trying to set up your you know new hideaway mm-hmm. yes secret and nim you you come on you're both yeah, old men yeah. like me yeah, right oh, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, love yeah. this we cartoon yes okay. we absolutely All right. i quote it constantly just checking yeah see, I've got to, have this <laughs> to the lee of the stone yes all yeah. those so anyway that's uh rats of wistar i'm i am genuinely excited to check that one out but i that's all i know about it is the theme really I mean, do you need to know more than that? Not really. I don't think okay. so. I don't think so either. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, pause there. Do you have a um, dad am joke gonna, for us? Am I going to make you guess if an AI wrote a dad yes, joke? Yes, are you going to? I don't know. Are you? I am, yes. Uh, well, I guess we were just talking about anthropomorphic rats, so maybe this one's appropriate too. What do you call a fish with a tie, Jay? What? So fishdicated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm interested in the the 
the well, I can't even think what it's called again. The one we were talking about with the uh, anthropomorphic animals. Oh, What's fit to print. Yeah, I, I'm. I, that theme has me. I yeah, don't I, th- no, that one is high on my list. I just have this like suspicion that I'll have played it before BGG, which is no reason to not play it again or whatever, right? But yeah, it looks good. All right. Uh, what were you gonna say, Josh? Well, I just was waiting for your final guess on. Did oh, uh, I'll say AI. I'll yeah, say that. that's too dumb for AI. It, no, <laughs> no, that was pure AI. Weirdly enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh hit us up and give suggestions for josh and trevor on what they should play at uh bgg con they they don't have enough options and that's true we don't yes yes we're gonna be I, there for like five days we need a, a lot great of great plan well there you great go plan. all right all right all right well thank you everyone uh have a good night